0: This episode of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast is brought to you by Allstate. Yep, that's right. You're in good hands with Ben Sayer, Sayer Financial Services. Uh, be covered when uh, mayhem strikes. Home and auto coverage with Sayer Financial Services. Allstate, 732-449-4433. Check them out. Get a quote. Get on it. Mayhem happens. Be covered. And who else, Christine?
1: Conti fit dot. You heard it right, everybody, contifit.com, the best in personal training, in coaching, running, in your overall health. You want to feel better, you want to move, functional fitness, and coming at you, let's face it together, trademarked facial fitness and rehabilitation program, looking better, feeling better, and uh, it's time to make some great changes for you, contifit.com.
0: Also brought to you by High Five Health and Fitness. Create positive change in your life with High Five Health and Fitness. And uh, really, when was the last time you sat down and talked to somebody about your health and where you are right now and where there is areas that can be improved and what needs to be done to feel better? Uh, and that's what we do. So uh, check it out, highfivehealthandfitness.com.
1: It is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are too Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We are where it's. At Brian, how you
0: I feel good. <laughs> I feel good. Ready to tackle this new year, Christine Conti. I'm tired. 2020. I'm sick,
1: and um, I don't think I've slept in like five days. But that's another story.
0: Yes, another story to be told on another episode. Uh huh. Or two. Uh-huh. <laughs> I take two episodes for that. So, um, but it's 2020, which is, is which is an Olympic year.
1: Every four years, the Olympics, <laughs> the elections, and I cut my hair.
0: <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> All right. I was just gonna say, you find a new career. Like, no, don't Sh- do this. Conti. Big Let's things, go. Big, big things. things
1: are happening. We're roll. We- we're like steamrolling into 2020.
0: That's right. Like,
1: brrr, like we're just we're going. We're going for it. Like,
0: and in 2020, an Olympic year, the Two Fit Crazy in the <gasps> Microphone podcast has our first Olympian.
1: Yeah, Kelsey Campbell. But wait, it's not just the normal <laughs> Olympic story. Like, I mean, it's there is no an normal outrageous
0: Olympic story. an Olympic. You know, it's an outrageous. Ask
1: me what she does. Story. Go. What does she
0: do, Christine Conti?
1: Her main thing is that she's a wrestler. She's also she's also a singer songwriter, but we'll
0: get to that later. International wrestling,
1: like. For the like Olympic, national team,
0: Olympics wrestling. Like we don't want you to get the wrong impression, right? This like, isn't WWE. This is the real deal. Like wrestled
1: with the men at ASU,
0: Arizona State University, Sun Devils.
1: Um, Brian also has some connection with that as well. Um, so this is kind of it's kind of a she's kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal.
0: Walked on to a Division One men's pac ten at the team. time, yeah. Pack ten, pack twelve. Arizona State's a real deal. Oh my gosh! Right? No, no joke. You no, know, like, like I, I used to hang with some of those guys. Where I knew them, you know, and it's intense. You knew everybody, Brian. Everybody, I'm a big deal, <laughs> and and you know, walks on to the men's only team as a female. Is the first female in school history to do it. Um, you know, competes collegiately four years, ends up. You know, and internationally there's women's, uh, you know, women's, uh, it's a women's sport as well. They have the men's side and the women's side and, and, you know, she competes 2009 national team, uh, you, you know, wrestler, uh, 2012 Olympian, mm-hmm. uh, first uh, Olympic y- team a couple yep. years later. Yeah. This is- and, you know, it's like and now team USA wrestler. She's, um, you know, she's been, been, um, at it for, for some time now and she's, uh, and she's working her way towards Tokyo, 2012, and uh, you know she's got the trials coming up in April. An amazing story, just like how does this all happen? She how, was a great interview, you know, and and, uh, and and just on point. She's she's awesome, and she's got a few hobbies that uh, we get into as well. And uh, right, Christine?
1: Oh, she yeah, singer
0: songwriter. She's, she's not as well. a one she's not a one trick pony. No. She's, uh you know,
1: you everyone needs to. go. We're gonna put this info up, but like I am. KelseyCampbell.com. Her whole bio's up there and she's beautiful and she's strong and she's, she's fierce. She's She's like a superhero. She's a pretty badass woman. She's
0: like an American superhero. Yeah,
1: But she's got so much on her, on her website. That's just like, it's fascinating what she's done and just a pioneer for women. And, you know, I say to her, I'm like, I was a collegiate athlete and we were always fighting kind of for equality and for, you know, different things. And what she's had to go through, as a female and again you know people today sometimes people do things because they want the they want the fame they want right. the Instagram followers they want this she didn't do it for any of it because it wasn't even it wasn't big back then um this was really for her she loved it and she followed the dream and she went forward and now she's you know I'm going to say she's going to the Olympics again we're gonna,
0: will, we're gonna will yeah, We're going to will her way. I threw in. it to
1: the universe. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's just what happens. And I have to say the quote um, that is on her site, she says, work your hardest, dream your biggest, be the greatest.
0: I freaking love that. That's right. Love
1: it. Love it.
0: So let's get into this. Yeah. You guys are going to love this. This is episode 138 of the Two Fit Crazy in a Microphone podcast with Olympian Kelsey Campbell. Enjoy. Mm-hmm.
1: It is Christine Conte and I'm
0: Brian Prendergast. And we
1: are two fit crazies and the microphone. We are where it's at. <laughs> you know where it's at today? Yeah, it's episode 138 with Kelsey Campbell. Kelsey, how are you today? I'm doing good.
0: Awesome. Christine, Christine, yeah. we got an Olympian. I know. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> you know what? You know what I love? I love
1: fierce female. Badasses. That's what I love.
0: Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Kels, what's going on?
2: Not much. I'm actually. I took a couple of days to visit New York, and uh, I'm heading back to Arizona today. So um, it's been a fun couple of days here. Just uh, did a did a couple of cool things while I was here, and then it's back to the grind when I get back back home. All right,
1: what'd you do, in New York? I'm originally from New York, so what were you doing?
2: Yeah, so I wanted to do the whole New Year's Eve in New York thing. So that was that was a big part of my trip. It took a little bit of planning. And then I did a photo shoot the other day. Um there's a couple publications coming up that um we needed to create some images for. So that was fun. And then just kind of checking out the city. I've been here like a million times, but it's always been for wrestling or competition and even if I'm not competing. I'm here for something wrestling related. So this was, I think maybe my first time ever coming here just to like enjoy myself and just do some fun stuff.
0: Like in other words, it's always been business Mm -hmm. when you come to New York. Always
2: been business. That's right. Yep. Always.
0: (laughs) So let's get into that. Uh, Wrestling. You mentioned it. Yeah. Uh, You know, that's what you do.
1: You're a woman. I mean, this is kind of a big deal.
2: (laughs) i mean like i have my good days but yeah i wrestle like um and it's it's interesting because it's it's such a fast-growing sport and there's so many women doing it and there's so many younger girls getting into it now um but yeah i still i still meet people constantly that are like women's wrestling what that's an olympic sport what Mm -hmm. do you wrestle men (laughs) like um but yeah, that's that's kind of my jam. So
0: and and how how long? Uh, so was it an opportunity for you to do this in high school? Did you have um, you know everything available to you, or did you res- wrestle with the boys in uh, back then? Or how'd you get started? And and when did it kind of make the shift to you know a woman's only type of thing for you? It's a lot of questions, or, 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 Brian. Or has it always so been? It's
2: okay. It's okay because it it's that's kind of all those things. There was a time for all those things, and so um, I first of all I never had any intentions of doing this as a career I joined because I was dared to join the team It was like a bet and so um, I was like literally just trying to last a couple weeks and you know not quit (laughs) Um, and then it was interesting because when I did join the team I just really hit it off with the guys on the team and my coach just gave me a lot of opportunities like he would bring me to tournaments that Honestly, looking back, I really wasn't good enough to be at and he would um, like I wasn't the best person on my team. I wasn't even close. But when you are at least in our high school, when you would go to a varsity tournament or varsity districts or whatever, you had two spots for each weight and he would always bring me as the number two. And at the time, I thought it was super cool. But looking back, I'm like, why did he do that? Like there were better guys on the team. I, I really he was just really taking a gamble on me and um I didn't really even know girls wrestled um until the end of that first year which was my senior year um and then um he told me about a girls tournament and I was like terrified to go but I figured why not like what do I have to lose um you know I just did a season of wrestling as the only girl so <laughs> why not go try this so I go and I end up pinning my way to the finals and then I lost in the finals to this really tough girl named Lauren Daniels. And I'll tell you what, you never forget that first loss <laughs> to a female, even if you are a female, like you don't forget. And um I ended up losing to her by like a point. And look again, looking back, that tournament didn't really mean anything. But at the time I was like, wow, I could actually be good against my peers. Like I could actually be good against people like me. And, Then there was just things that happened like that afterwards, where it was a big deal for me at the time. And and, um, I kind of just went with the opportunities opportunities that came. There were other things that I wanted to do. There were other goals I wanted to pursue. But something in my gut told me I had this window to wrestle that I wouldn't have forever and there was a lot of like Coach Lippy was my high school coach. There was a lot of people like him that I crossed paths with that presented opportunities to me or inspired me. Um, even even wrestling for Arizona State, that wasn't my idea. That was um a mentor that saw me wrestling in a MMA class, which again, like I'm not really a fighter either, but he he saw me and he said, you know, you have some talent, you should consider walking on the team. I mean, these people that came in and out of my life, they didn't gain anything from me, like taking these risks. There wasn't a lot of return on, on that type of investment. And so, um, I'm not really sure why, but the stars just kept aligning. Um, and even I made my first national team in 2009 and made the Olympic team three years later. I mean, yeah, it was years and years and years of work. And yeah, there was a lot of sacrifice, but just the way things happen, it's not normal. Like I don't, when you look at people's path, it's not, my path was very unique. It really was. um, But I just kind of went with it. I didn't really, and and there have been times even when I've had major success where it's gotten harder and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this, but things happen or things fall into place. And I'm like, you know, I, I think, I think I got to keep doing this. I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So.
0: Hey, we're nothing without those little angels that come in in our lives uh, every now and then and uh, show us the way, and then get the heck out of the way. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, so at Arizona State, yeah. it was it was a, a woman's only team. I mean, how is that working with uh, you know enlighten us on on Division no. Division One or you know. Actually,
2: uh, it- it wasn't a women's only team. It, it's still not, it's still a men's team. I was actually just the first girl to, to wrestle for them.
0: Oh, that's So awesome.
2: I just, I just walked on the men's team and, um, and that was crazy too. Like, cause I remember like, I mean, you go, you go through the same processes like a male would, but because I was the first female, there was just some, some things that had to happen. I mean, I remember sitting down with different administrators for ASU. I mean, that's pretty scary when you're like, (laughs) you're just kind of in there. You're just like, I just want to wrestle. And you're having these meetings with these really important people um, because they just, they're checking you. They just want to make sure you're you're there because you want to become a great athlete, which I, I did, you know, like I really was there for the right reasons. And even going through it, there wasn't any other reason except I want to be a great wrestler and, and maybe one day be the best in the world. You know, there was no other reason because if there had been another reason, I, I assure you, I would not have lasted very long. It's really tough to wrestle in a men's room, especially at the D one level, um, and so and and these aren't high school boys; these are college men. You know, um, so so yeah, it's still a men's team since I joined the roster there's been one other girl and she's there now she's um, a sophomore and just the direction that social media has gone and it being an Olympic year I mean she's gotten a lot of a lot of attention for it which you know not necessarily asking for but even and and I train with her she's great but I I think back to my time and I'm like I'm kind of glad that there wasn't as much hoopla just because I don't think I would have been able to handle it. You know, the way that some of the athletes handle it now, I think it would have been more that I could handle. I think it was hard enough just to be on the team. Mm -hmm. Um, But times are changing and, you know, people still ask me, you know, when are they going to start a women's team at ASU? And I have no idea. It's not really something I'm pushing for. I'm just focusing on my career, but,
0: are are there Whereas are I, there D one women's teams? Or are they you know are there teams out no, there? No, nobody. No, okay, there's cool.
2: not. There's not. There's still I mean, it's what we want, but I think it's like anything. You know, when someone does something for the first time, you just gotta pull the trigger and
0: just do it. Right.
1: So were you always I mean, were you always someone who would be the first, be the pioneer? I mean that again, like you said, you um, know, the pressure. You know, went, you know it's I I think that that says something about your character. And like you said, you have to be doing this and go through all of this because you truly want it. And you know, we all know that today people do things because they want their like Instagram followers and their social media and and the pressure. And, and again, I think that it really takes a lot of, you know, really shows a lot of heart. It shows who you are, your character. And to go out and say, I'm going to do this. For me, um, did you have people that you know? Was it your parents? Did people support you for that? You said the coaches, but I mean, is this just who you are?
2: You know, it's interesting. I was pretty independent. You know, I actually lived on my own before I graduated high school, and it's not that. Um, it's not that I my parents didn't support what I was doing. I think I just. I just think they did the best they could and it was really going to be up to me to figure it out. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I was really fortunate to have a ton of support. Um, there was a ton of people, coaches, teammates, friends, friends, families, um, that really helped me out every step of the way. I mean, every step of the way I, there are just different people that I'm like, I don't think I could have gotten through that without this person, you know. Um, but I, I never really felt unsupported by my people. Now, being a female wrestler, that's a different story because you're constantly fighting battles. Like you're constantly dealing, even today, like I've been doing this for almost 18 years now and I'm fighting different battles now than I ever was in the beginning, you know, things I couldn't have even, you know, things that, I mean, if you had asked me 10 years ago, I would have been like, yeah, we're going to, we're, that's not going to be what we're dealing with, but we are, you know, as female athletes, I mean, there's stuff you hear about with some of the bigger names and then there's stuff, you know, that you hear about on a lower level, but there is still a huge gap in just like what it's like to be a female athlete, like your entire experience. Um, I'm, I'm grateful for what I get to accomplish and experience, but I tell you what, like, I've had to fight for a lot of the things that I have in the sport. Um, and, and it's okay because it's what I want to do. But, um, so yeah, to answer your question, I mean, I, I have been supported and throughout the years, there's been a ton of different people, my sponsors, my club, you know um, coaches, there's been a lot of people in my life that have made this possible, but I've also, it's been an uphill climb and there's been a ton of pushback there just has, and I'd be the last person to sugarcoat it, you know? Um,
0: <laughs> so, so it kind yeah. in a sense becomes normal that that's just the way that, that it is, you know, and, and, and despite all of that, or, in, you know, with all of that, you still got to wrestle, you still got to train, you still yes. got to do all yeah. this, this stuff. Uh, how, exactly how does uh so how does college roll out for you i mean um you know are you able to um to what level i guess can you take it being in the men's sport and you know do you get an opportunity as much opportunity to wrestle with that
2: um so i mean when you walk on a team when i walked on the asu team i got the exact same opportunities competitively as the men did i mean you wrestle off for a spot and if you win, you win. I mean, it's not like, I mean, that's how Title Nine works. But, you know, if you're not good enough to be the starter, which I was not, then you don't start. I mean, that's just how it is. So, um, you know, had I been the best lightweight on the ASU team, maybe I could have started. And maybe if I had been the best wrestler in Division One wrestling, I could have maybe competed at pac It was Pac-10 at the time. It's Pac-12 now. And then maybe gone on to NCAAs. But obviously, that wasn't the case. Now, um, as far as the national and international level, I mean, it is a separate division. We have a women's division. So I'm able to compete at nationals, world team trials, Olympic team trials. And in that regard, yeah, you know, I have the same opportunities. But as far as when you decide to wrestle on a men's team, you're you're deciding – that you're probably not going to compete as much. Whereas if you want to go on a women's team, you can. There's There are many women's college teams. There weren't as many when I was in college, but now there's tons. Like there's tons to choose from. They're not division one. It's not the same experience. But, you know, you might be competing every weekend and you're going to be training with tons of girls. And a lot of people ask me, you know, should I wrestle for a men's team? Like, should my daughter wrestle for a men's team? And I'm like, it really just depends on, what you want out of your college experience, you're going to, there's going to be benefits. There's going to be pros and cons to both. So my path was the right path for me, but it's not for everybody, you know?
1: Um, I'm fascinated with the challenges because I played volleyball in college and again, I played with, I played women's volleyball in college and we had enough challenges to kind of, you know, compete, you know, with the fame of the men, right? It was like, you know, they're bringing in more revenue, and you know, you're a women's sport. I mean, that was a challenge in and of itself. And now yeah. you're going into a predominantly or dominant male sport. I am yeah. fascinated, just as a female athlete. What are yeah. some? Of, what are some of the hardest things? that if you want to share any of it, because it's just fascinating to me, you really have to be mentally tough for this. What are some things that you had to overcome? Like some, what are their top challenges that like stick out in your head? Um, Oh man.
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, just showing up every day was pretty tough in college. Um, did you I get, mean, did they the respect really-
1: you? Your teammates respect you? Or was it like a, what did, What is she, does she deserve to be here? Or how did you feel?
2: Um, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny when you go through stuff, because when you go through stuff, you always look back and you just kind of see like, like, I know, like, it was tough, but I see the positives. And and some of the guys that maybe didn't want to wrestle me are some of my closest friends. And that's just kind of how hindsight is. But it was every day was tough. I do remember leaving a lot of practices crying, and like, just like holding it together all practice, because it was so tough. Or, like, I got beat up or maybe some cheap shot at me. I mean, that stuff happened. Um, And then just being the only girl, and there's just, like, there's just certain things that you're not going to have the same dynamic. No matter what anyone says, like, oh, I'm just one of the guys. Like, okay, but it's still not going to be the same dynamic as if you were a guy. Um, So I I think I just had to be, like, really – really tough and and there was literally nobody there was nobody that I could turn to you to be like what do I do in this situation mm-hmm. because no one had done it at ASU like and actually only 12 women had done it had walked on a men's division one team before me I mean I did the research um, <laughs> but there's other things I mean just just even getting like financially supported I mean it's pretty common for men to get paid enough to support them and their families to train out a college like after. Co- so I graduated college already. And now I train with the regional training center. Most men, even if you like, like I, and they train with the college and they make 30 grand a year just to be in the room. Yeah. And, or, and that's 30 grand and up. And you know, I've been an Olympic team and, and I, again, I'm grateful. Like you don't get into this sport for the paycheck, but, you know, I remember sitting down with some of my sponsors, me and another female that were training. And we were like, we we had both asked repeatedly, can you guys support us? We weren't getting paid to train at all. We weren't getting anything. And we were both like multiple world, time, world team members. I'm an Olympian. You know, we'd both done a lot of stuff at a high level and we weren't getting paid for it. And there were guys there that had never made a world team that were making like 30 grand and up. I mean, like... You hear about like the women's soccer team. It's like that. It's like, okay, like I love what I do, but seriously, like we, this isn't even about, we have to prove ourselves. Like we've, we've done the work and we're not getting supported. Like there have been many times where I've worked two jobs just so I can wrestle. And these aren't good jobs. These are like (laughs) coffee shops. These are like places that don't interfere with wrestling, places Mm -hmm. that, like I spent a lot of money to get a college degree so I wouldn't have to work at these places, you know? And we're just doing what we have to do because we have to support ourselves and guys aren't doing that. You know, they're, they're going to practice and they're kicking it and walking their dogs. And so there's, there's some of that stuff too. And those aren't things I sit around and like I'm pissed off about, but that's just the reality. Like women, we, we do have to fight for those things. Like they aren't just given to us. Um, and then, you know, I think like on the women's side, especially just getting any type of recognition, just getting any type of like people noticing us, we've had to ask for it. I mean, you, everyone knows men that wrestle people. You don't even really have to be in the sport to know who like Rulon Gardner is, you know, like, (laughs) like, and there's, you know, there's other pretty big names in wrestling on the men's side, but, um, it's not like. I know for me, you know, and I, I am the oldest female on the national team, um, competing. I don't, I'm not the oldest woman competing, but I'm the oldest on the national team. And, you know, I'll tell you, it's not, again, it's not like I have this laundry list of like, this is all the stuff that like, we haven't had a shot at or we haven't been able to get, but it's like, you're constantly dealing with stuff just because you're a female in the sport. You're constantly dealing with stuff and, you know, it does get to the point where you just kind of have to put your head down and work and not worry about all the stuff. Because also, you know, even not there's women in the sport who they hustled hard and they have all these big name sponsors and they're just not great wrestlers. They're just really good at social media, you know? Right. Um, So, you know, you pick your battles and one thing I've, and it's like I said in the beginning, like, I'm not really interested in the bells and whistles. If I'm doing my job, you'll hear about me. But, um, you 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 know you don't need a lot of big things to get your hand raised. But I do still think, as women in sport, it is important that we fight for some of those equalities. You know, Abs- um,
0: absolutely. H- has there been so, any change? I mean, to, from 2009, you said it was your first national team, correct? Like,
2: be- yeah. I mean. Um, You know, like I do, I am supported now for training at Arizona state and, um, you know, for the most part, thanks to a a lot to me, just building my own relationships with people. I've been able to, um, I've been able to get to the point where I can train full time and not work in a traditional job right now. And so for that, I'm very grateful. Um, but you know, things have changed. We, we do get a lot more recognition, um, You can't, you, women, I know women are supported in other places too. Um, and it's because of people like Billie Jean King. It's because of Trisha Saunders. It's because of Allison Felix. It's because of people speaking up, the women's soccer team. It's because of women not just, not just putting their head down and working, but it's because of women really deciding, I'm going to speak up and fight for this. You know, it's not enough for me to just show up and, do my job, because if you do a job, you know, you need to get supported. Um, so yeah. I think things have changed, but it's only because of the women who have come before me and and really decided they were going to speak up.
0: I'd, I'd say come before you and you, you know, yeah. you're part of that.
2: Yeah.
1: We're all a part of that. That's the thing. It's, you know, Brian and yeah. I have the podcast because we want to you know, kind of have a larger platform around the world to spread messages like yours, which it's so important to remember, you know, not only like you said, you show up, you do your job, you do the right thing, you follow your heart. And you know what, you go out there and you preach what you're practicing, not just practice what you preach, but you're preaching it and you're living it. You're living this, hey, this is what I want to do. I'm following my dream. It's not about. You know, how many likes I get on social media, like we hear all the time. It's about, no, this is what I really want to do. And I'm not yeah. going to be suppressed. And you know what? If it is unfair, and I love the fact that you talked about the pay, because you know what? You're doing what you love. And, you know, Brian and I feel the same way that we love this. We love spreading these messages. We can easily go out and sit in an office and and go, you know, make the money we used to in our other careers. But that wasn't the passion. This is our passion. Yeah. You know, you'd rather, you know, to spread that message of work hard, do what you need to do, because if you're doing the right thing, people will take notice after a while and it may not be right away. And for you, you are literally paving the way for so many people, whether you, you know, again, in hindsight, when you look back, it's, you know, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing what you're doing. So yeah. Thank you. Keep at it. So go ahead, Brian.
0: So what's the workload like uh, this year? We Obviously, we got an Olympics year uh, now that it's calendars turned to 2020. Oh, my gosh. What's, uh, what's happening now? What's the buildup like?
2: So right now, just competing still. I, I head home for a couple of days, and then I go to Colorado for a training camp and then compete in Sweden, and then um, I compete in March, and then Olympic trials are in April, and – I mean, we have, we have a trial system in the U S if you win the trials, you go to the Olympics. So right. um, if, if your weight class is qualified, So so um, that's pretty much it. It's not, I mean, there are, there are people that hype it up and stuff. I, and of course I'm excited. And on some level you do need to hype it up, but um, really it's just preparing and being as prepared as possible. And, just making sure you're ready to compete, you know, wrestling is just a really honest sport and, you know, there's, you know, in endurance sports and, and like track and field and swimming. And those are tough sports as well, but you kind of know your mark. You kind of know, like, this is how fast I am. Right. (laughs) Right. um, But wrestling is combat and anything can happen on any given day. I mean, the last two Olympic trials, I was the underdog and I won like both times I was not, I think I was seated third both times. Right. And that might sound nice, but literally like not a lot of people thought I was going to win. Like, so wrestling is just like that. You know, you, you just show up and you prepare and you do enough of the right things. Um, And, you know, hopefully you can get your hand raised, but it's just, there's a lot that goes into it. And it's also, it's, you know, MMA is a little different, you know, an MMA, Hyping, hyping up a fight, the bells and whistles, that is what gets you fights. You know, it it doesn't necessarily win the fight, but it'll get you the good fight. Yeah. Wrestling isn't really like that. You know, you can hype yourself up all you want, but you just got to show up and get your hand raised and that's it.
0: Yeah. There's no need for that push, like, you know, marketing wise to, to get the, you know, the money that way. It's like you win. That's how you do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Where are the trials, uh, in April where are they, always... they're,
2: in, they're in Pennsylvania. Okay. And the last, last two trials have been in Iowa and they're in Pennsylvania this year. So it's a little different vibe, but Pennsylvania's nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: I believe, yeah. Uh, we've got, you know, there's some, there's some good wrestling up, uh, this way. We're in New Jersey and yeah. uh, actually, and I was going to say to you, we we've got a, a, a girls, a female state championships now in high school uh in, oh, wow, that's
2: awesome. in New Jersey.
0: And my high school, I just looked her up, had the 111-pound the, uh, champion last year, Masquan High, Bella Serrano. Wow. Give it a shout-out to Bella. <laughs> uh, you know, it was, and it was cool. Like, the town embraced it, and, and I think she's a f- freshman or sophomore. And, uh, you know, so it's like – you know, it's, it was became this cool thing. Like, look at what we have, and you know, no men no boy had, had ever won a state championship in my high school in wrestling. Yeah, so, ladies. Uh, you know, it was really cool. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, and that's you, right? That's you. That's that's a ripple effect of everything that you and the, you know the people that you've done this with have have uh, done. It's uh, it's really cool.
2: Thank you. Actually, the girl that um, walked on the team that I trained with, her name's Marley, and she's from Jersey. Actually.
0: Awesome.
2: So, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, well represented. I tell you what, <laughs> wrestling
0: has has really taken off because Rutgers has taken off um, the, yeah, the the coach yeah. there. And, and it's really, you know, I see more people who aren't wrestlers paying attention to wrestling. Like, let's put it that way. And I'm a track and field guy. So it's kind of like the same thing. You get it in Olympic years, right? Like mostly where you get like that people being involved and waving the flag a little bit and they get their guy. But it's, you know, so it's like the, the outsiders are now paying attention to it. So, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's pretty neat.
1: Yeah, I agree. So what's your training look like? What's what's a, like a week or a day in the life look like for this build up right now?
2: Um, I mean, it's definitely been busier this year. I've been spending a lot more time in Colorado training with the national team there. Um, but I usually train depending on the day 1 to 3 times a day. Um, and that's like on the mat or in the weight room like physical training. Um, so usually we'll have like one practice that's a little bit more technique focused, and then we'll have another practice. that's a lot of combat, like live wrestling. And then I usually lift weights, do strength and conditioning two to three times a week. Um, when I'm in Arizona, I work with a speed coach, like a speed and agility coach. And I work with him like twice a week. And um, yeah, like every day is a little different. Um but it's usually, yeah, like Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday are pretty heavy days. And then Wednesday, Saturday are like lighter days. And then, you know, if you do the week right, Sunday is a full active recovery. Um, and so, you know, to build, you got to you got to let yourself recover, which um, I'm not typically the greatest at. But
1: <laughs>
0: um,
2: as I've gotten o- older, I've had to be a lot more a lot smarter about it. So uh and then, you know, there's like the mental stuff. I do a lot of mental training. I do a lot of reading, um, meditation. Like I do a lot of that stuff too, because you really do have to work on your mind, you know? So
0: I love that. So visual yeah. visualization and, and, uh, you know, seeing yourself getting that hand held up or seeing your way through matches and things. Is that? How, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Really? And everyone's different. Not everyone. Some people just don't need that at all. Like, I study film but I know I know a lot of athletes that they just don't like one of the coaches she was my training partner when I when she competed and she's an Olympic bronze medalist and a world champion and she's like I never really watched film um she just didn't and she was a great wrestler so I you know and then there's some wrestlers that are like I only want to be on the mat once a day there's some wrestlers that really don't do any weightlifting in a in a in a strength room like they only do like body weight stuff every athlete's different and you got to figure out what works for you and wrestling's an individual sport so it's not really about the chemistry you have with a team it's what works for you to a certain degree and then and then you got to look at what works um but i i'm really i really pay attention to what works for me but i also you know as i've gotten older and and the competition's gotten better you still have to be open to just doing the right thing you know doing what's right and doing what you need to do to be the best so this year i would say you know training has tightened up i'm still learning things like it's crazy like still learning things still figuring it out how to get my hand raised but um as far as the volume and whatnot that that doesn't really change you know year to year it's still the same
1: so Kelsey, I got to, I got to ask you because I know that, you know, we you said meditation and other things, right? So you, you, like your bio is not just wrestling. I mean, you do some pretty amazing things and you're really an advocate for the sport and for women, but there's one thing on there that kind of sticks out to me um, because you got some layers to this onion and it says something yeah. about singer songwriter, Kelsey. So what was that? Singer songwriter. Oh yeah. <laughs> so come on. There's, you know, like I always say, you know, you're, you've got multi-talented Kelsey Campbell with us today. <laughs> so what's going on with music? Was that something that was always a part of you as well, or tell always, us Always,
2: always, my whole life. Like my whole life since I was a kid, I was a singer songwriter, and it it really chose me. Like I, I, I don't know. It's just I always knew. You know. And there were times where it was like a struggle because I remember even just being in high school and like my friends were doing, I had like a lot of friends that wanted to be a nurse or they wanted to go into this or business or that. And I'm like, I just want to be a singer. Like that was it. I was like, I don't even need to go to college. Like I was, I was just, and you got to understand this was a different time. This was like, I graduated high school in 2003. So social media wasn't what it was. Like I think the creative mind was a little different back then because you didn't have stuff in your face all the time. Like I really believed I, that I just was so convinced I was just crazy enough to be convinced that I was going to do it. And um, I, you know, I, <laughs> I don't tell a lot of people this, but I actually went to the American Idol audition for the second <laughs> season. It was right after yes. Kelly Clarkson had won, And I didn't even have a cell phone. Like cell phones had just become a thing, right? And I flew out to New York and I, um, and again, I had just started wrestling that year too, but I didn't know if I was going to keep doing anything with it. So I come out, I fly and I stay with some of my dad's family and they dropped me off at the audition site three days early. And there was like 500 people <laughs> mine already. And I, made friends with the people there and there was so I mean it was at this time it was huge. Like this audition was huge. And I literally slept on the street for <laughs> like three nights to go to this audition. I mean I I'm telling you I I'm a crazy girl. Like I really <laughs> but and good, it's like, good company Kelsey. Do, good company. I would never do that now but like at the time that was what I had to I was like well it's an opportunity like this is what I have to do I guess this is what I have to do so I didn't end up making it obviously but I remember telling myself well this just wasn't meant to be for me right now like I was just so convinced that I was gonna make it one way or another like that I wasn't like broken up about not making it that day like I really was so convinced and I I still am you know but wrestling kind of came together and I just I followed that path because I always knew that music would be there. Um, and so I still kept writing. I've been, I performed. I actually have a couple of performances set up in the next couple months. And, um, and, uh, it's awesome. I want to kind of hit the ground running when I retire from wrestling, but, um, you know, just like little things, recording music and, um, like I want to get a, re- I want to start recording an EP this year and also um, just trying to get myself in front of audiences, you know, and really thinking outside the box. So not just with music, but um, you know, was just recently offered to sign with a talent agency because I'm, I'm just interested in entertainment and art. It doesn't necessarily have to be music. Like at this point, it's just, what can I do to get myself in front of, um because times have changed there's like you know when I was in high school you could literally become famous posting a video on YouTube that's not really the case anymore like you can but it's just different now like now it's just how do you get in front of people how do you connect with as many people as possible um and so I'm still just as crazy as I was back then I think but um yeah that's definitely my first love for sure
1: I gotta tell you, I, I really like Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey, I think we, I think we're gonna be really good friends. The more I, you keep saying you're crazy, I'm like, wow, the street. You're in such good company over and, here.
0: And here's a suggestion: podcasting has really worked out well for us as far as getting in front of people. Yes. So yeah, has consider it. Yeah, consider it. It's easy. It's it's uh, Kelsey, you know, we got you, key.
1: girlfriend. We got you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I love it. One,
0: this. one more thing on the wrestling side and then I want to, and then, uh, you know. Rat,
1: you just, Kelsey just said, she's like, you know, I, I like to think outside the box. Wrestler slash singer. Like, Kelsey, <laughs> I don't, there's definitely, you're in a very small, like, minority here with the, so I really think you got something good going. And don't Absolutely. forget us. You know, don't, let's not forget <laughs> each other remember. when, uh, you know. It's it crazy. I won't.
0: <laughs> what uh, weight cut is always something that fascinates me in weight classes and and things like that. You know, my friends when in high school, I watched them. You know, pass. Uh, you know, eat hardly anything when they were making weight and things like that. How is that settled in for you? Do you compete at the same weight? Have you kind of, um, you know, do, do you cut much weight? How does that work out for you?
2: Um. So every Olympics has been a different weight class. My first one was fifty five kilos, which. Just about killed me. <laughs> um, I, I don't compete at that anymore. And then it was 58, which was like my sweet spot. And now it's 57 kilos, which, but it's the same day weigh-in now. So it's kind of a different animal.
0: Okay.
2: Um, we weigh in two hours before competition starts. So some of the stuff that we were able to do before with that day before weigh-in, you just can't do when you only have two hours. Like some people still try to, but it's just not, you really can't, cut weight you really have to diet it really has to be a lifestyle and I've had and it's taken me some time to figure it out um because again I've gotten older and my body has changed but my most recent competition I had a really great weight cut um just finally kind of tapped into what works for me and it I usually like I walk around naturally about about four or five kilos overweight so I guess that's like
0: Eight to ten or so. Well,
2: yeah, something like that. Maybe like ten pounds. Um,
0: I wasn't going like to ask you your like, weight, but you know, like, you know, the, <laughs> in the, in the equal opportunity that we want for you, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I still won't ask you for your weight.
2: <laughs> my, I'm surrounded by people. I haven't slept right. on a scale in a couple of days, to be honest, but i I'm surrounded by people like my coach back home. He can just look at me and know what I weigh. Like, right. so there's no, I'm just like around people all the time that always like know or will know or, you know, it's just not, it's not a sport you get into if you're insecure about that. Um, I mean, we all have our things, but right. you know, weight is so relative. It's about health, right? So you can be skinny or you can be big, but either way, the most important thing is that you're healthy.
0: And uh, nutrition work and everything? You work with, I guess you have the, the Team USA uh, staff yeah, that helps so you with there, all that?
2: So there's a really good dietitian with Team USA, and I've worked with him before. Um, I actually work with someone locally in Arizona. Um, but really, he kind of just steps in now when I need his guidance. I have I think um, I've definitely gotten to the point where I, I can kind of figure out and I know like what I need to do to get to that right weight. Um, and I've been doing this for a while. I think the main reason I worked with somebody this year is just because it being a new weight class and me being a little bit older, like stuff doesn't come off as easy. You eat a Snickers bar and you are going to work to get that off. Whereas 10 years ago, like, you know, maybe my metabolism worked a little bit faster. Um, So, you know, in that regard, you know, things do change a little bit, but I'm a pretty good learner. And once you figure out what works for you, you just kind of stay that
1: path. I'm intrigued.
0: <laughs> I'm really pumped. It's awesome. Because it's, it's just such great.
1: a different, you know, you've just such a different journey. And I love, Brian and I just love the stories. It's like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, how did you get here? And just yeah. what you're doing to just open people's eyes to, to go for things. I mean, whether it's wrestling or something else, I mean, the challenges, the obstacles, the, you know, you're definitely paving the way for a lot. And that's, that's such a cool thing. So now we've got Colorado camp. When does that start? Yeah.
2: Um, I fly in the 5th, January 5th.
1: Okay. And then you're there for how long?
2: And then I'm there until the 14th. And then I head to Sweden and then um, I'm there till like the 22nd, I think. And then um, I have a tournament in March, I believe, March 26th, I, I think. And then Olympic trials are April 20th. Are you ready? Uh, I'm not ready yet. I will be. I think... If I were the best wrestler in the world right now, I could say honestly that I'm ready. I still have some work to do. So am I ready mentally? Yeah. But technically, I, I have some cleaning up to do. Um, and I want to be ready. And I think the best way to become your best is to be honest with where you're at. And I mm-hmm. definitely have some stuff I need to clean up. So.
0: Yeah, like yeah. If, if you were ready now, that 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 wouldn't it wouldn't be right, right? You know, yeah, exactly. There's, work, there's always work to be it's done.
1: Mentally ready to get started. That's right. That's
0: what it is.
2: I want to be ready in April. I don't want to be ready today because right.
0: exactly
2: my hand doesn't get raised today. So
0: <laughs> this has been absolutely fantastic. We love everything that, that we're doing, and uh, you got two big fans in us, and uh, our audience is going to jump on board as well. We're uh, we, you yeah. know we're Team Kelsey Campbell. Uh, what's uh, so what's going on maybe give uh, give us some information how do people follow you how do they um, you know your sponsors that you mentioned and how do we how do we uh, help how do we you? pump
1: you up Kelsey how do we best pump you up
2: um, I mean you know I'm pretty like I engage pretty good um, I'm on Instagram worldchanger underscore USA um, my Twitter is worldchanger55 and uh, I, ha- I do have a Facebook page Kelsey Campbell um, I have a web I have a website, I am Um And I mean, that's, it's pretty, you know, like I like to engage. I like to be, I like to be authentic in social media. I, you know, I try to not make it too much of a highlight reel. You know, I try to show up in the highs and the lows. So, um, you know, what you see is what you get. But, uh but yeah, I mean, I wrestle for Team USA. My main club is Sunkissed Kids. Um I partnered with like a ton of different companies that are helping make this possible. Um, I don't even think I would have to have a list in front of me to, to list them <laughs> off, enough. but um, but yeah, you know, like Kelsey Campbell.
0: That's me. Yeah, <laughs> Google me. Right, that's all yeah, you got to say. Just Google yeah. me. I'm Kelsey Campbell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, I, I gonna,
1: am Googleable, actually. So <laughs> we're gonna throw all your info on our social media, Kelsey, and get Thank everybody you. to follow you. We're gonna be cheering for you <laughs> as well. Um, I'm excited to hear what's. Absolutely. I'm excited to see how many times that hand is going up, Kelsey. That's what I'm excited Thanks for. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Um, so from here you're you're going to do amazing things in 2020 we cannot wait to watch you on the olympics i'm just going to throw it out there to the universe right now because i throw a lot into the universe and it usually comes true whether it be good or bad the Um, clairvoyant (laughs) christine
0: conti just threw you out to the universe Mm -hmm. so there it is we got you
1: yes so thank you so much for coming and spending some time with us today Thank you for having me. It was a lot of fun chatting with you. Awesome. Goodness. All right. So, Kels, you have a very safe trip. I know that you were in New York and you're headed home. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking with you soon again and hearing all the amazing, amazing things you're doing for the world. So Yes,
2: definitely. We'll definitely have to do this again.
1: So, post-Olympic uh, oh, interview. Yeah. Oh, my it. God. There it is. Book it. All right. Yes. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. <laughs> All right, Kels. Thank you so much. Perfect. And with that said, it is Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit crazy. And the microphone. We are where it's at. Peace. <laughs>